0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Cult Film and Review. We have a great episode for you. We have Danny Marianino in the studio with us. Also, we are going to review uh, the movie My, My Science S- Project. There you go, I had it. I didn't know if you had it. Oh, I had it. All right. Uh, we're going to talk to Danny about his books. Um, they're all fantastic, so go check them out on Amazon. And uh, let's just start the show. All right, guys. So we are here. We're going to be talking about uh, my science project in a little bit, but uh, first we are going to talk to Danny uh, and about his books and about his life and how he ended up getting into the book game. The book. The, game. Book, the book game. game? <laughs> the book
1: Hustling game. books out of the trunk of your car.
3: <laughs> totally, it's just like two, two life crew style.
1: <laughs> where to start? How? Where did your um, Where did your fascination for a film begin?
3: I have been like a movie mental case since I was a kid Uh, I think a lot had to do with uh, you know maybe being a little bit of a chubby kid and not a whole lot of friends (laughs) so there was a video store in my neighborhood that uh, basically let me rent whatever I wanted as a kid and I used to ride my bike there a lot and grab movies and my parents they were like one of the first people to have like HBO and full-on cable in our neighborhood like when like in the early '80s, when I started coming out, my dad was a big movie guy too. So, like, he made me watch The Warriors with him when it came out yeah. you know, on on cable, and he's like, "You don't understand this movie. These fucking gangs in New York." My <laughs> <laughs> curse, him. I? Said, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 you know, it was. It, he drew me into films, and you know, the, the reason why we got cable so early was we had a neighbor next door that had like some kind of ham radio, and it was this crazy old German guy, and, and it used to come through our television set. And my dad would go ape shit. And he'd uh. yell at the window, are "You German Nazi!" Like the guy was like, <laughs> oh, okay. talking to all his like German friends, you know, like like on some kind of a ham radio thing. And finally, my dad got cable to to combat that, and it was like the greatest thing in the world. Were yeah, you popular nice. then. No. (laughs) (laughs) Though I did get DTV, which Uh was Disney TV back then. And that was like a paid subscription thing. So that was like kind of a big deal. Some of my friends were like, whoa, you got Disney TV. I'm coming over. Yeah, you had a cool dad showing you the Warriors and shit. Like, that's amazing. First Blood was probably the movie that I remember watching it at my grandparents' house. You know, uh, as a little kid, they're all watching it and I'm sitting there with them. My cousins were off playing and I was completely fascinated by this guy running through the woods and building all these traps and and just telling these motherfuckers to leave it alone. It was the greatest thing. And from that point on, I just... Screwed lot love films.
1: Were you like me? Like when you saw movies like that? Like for me, it was like Home Alone. Like after I saw Home Alone, I was like trying to build booby traps in the backyard and stuff. Oh yeah! Like,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> after I saw, uh, after I saw, um, what is it? The first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I tried uh, sanding a light bulb open to the put. I did not work. <laughs> that, that's some tough shit. Yeah, I like, it worked in the movie. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Just sitting
0: there standing a light bulb for hours.
3: Kyle, <laughs> boom! Oh, I walked shit. around with like a, like a cool whip container on my head, trying to be like Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> you know, and, and I tried to be everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a when Cobra came out, I would walk around with a match in my mouth. Oh, wow. You know, my, nice. my mom was like, Get that shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even like a legit wood match, it was like like A shitty pack of matches, <laughs> match. you know, I'm sucking Getting on that soggy, all day. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I grew, I grew to want to be every one of these characters in yeah. films, I, I wanted to be them, you know. Oh, really same great. here.
0: I, uh, actually set out an expedition out into Africa to release a gorilla that I taught sign language. Oh I yeah, an no apparatus yeah. for. Did
2: you, did you do that? Yeah, no, I did. <laughs> it was all about
0: the communication. It was. It was a lot okay. about the communications industry. Right? <laughs> it was a lot about that. It was a lot about. We needed diamonds. There's the mythos <laughs> of a gray gorilla. They called me. I said I was on it. You know. I said I got it. AKA the
2: desert in your backyard. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs>
0: Where are you from? You're not from here, obviously. No, New Jersey originally. We're Jer- at
3: um like uh, Hunterdon County, kind of like in the wilderness area. Okay. Um, more I'd say north. West Jersey. To give you a good idea, it's like maybe 45 minutes from New York City okay. and 45 minutes from Allentown. Okay. It's kind of in the middle there. What brought you to Phoenix? Uh, sunshine. I got tired of the cold weather, and uh, my father was actually moving out here when I was a kid. My parents were divorced, and I had the option to stay in New Jersey or... Come to Arizona, and you know I wanted a change. Yeah. What so, was
0: uh, what was the culture shock like? Because it had to be definitely a culture shock. Big
3: time. For, I mean, first off, one of my best friends moved here at the same time, so it was kind of cool. Awesome. Okay. Uh, nice. He went to ASU, so it was like I had a I had one of my boys here like right away. Uh, but it was a big culture shock because things that I liked and the things that I listened to, people didn't. A lot of the like the hardcore bands like Agnostic Front and. And Biohazard, people Mm -hmm. weren't listening to that out here. They were listening to Flotsam and Jetsam and, like, some of the more metal bands. And a lot of the punk rock bands from the West Coast, I really wasn't familiar with at all. Mm -hmm. So I'd go to shows, bands that, you know, like Madball that I'd see, like, in New Jersey or New York, you know, two, three hundred kids at. And there's, like, 15 kids out here in Arizona at the show. Uh I'm like, wow, I'm in a different world here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I grew to love Arizona. You could never get me to move back. I, I call this my home. Uh, my wife is a, my best friend that went to ASU. Actually, married his sister, <laughs> so I dragged her out to Arizona. And you know, I, this this is it. So uh, it was definitely a change, but today it's different. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's a
0: it's so weird. I'm in the same boat. I'm originally from Missouri, and like when I first moved out of here, I hated it. I used to call it a giant litter box. And then I like I've moved away. I've lived in Jersey. I've lived in uh, <laughs> Missouri. Where'd you live in Jersey? I lived in Highlands. Okay. And then so I've been. Like, I've been to different places, and it's like, I just end up here. I always end up here. Yeah, I moved away.
2: I I, I moved away once. I moved to Tennessee one time.
0: Well, that would do it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Tennessee for about six months. And it was like, it was a weird feeling, like coming back, driving back, and hit like the, uh, as soon as we hit the, um, the border you saw the sign like well, in Arizona. It was like it was like a nice feeling it's like you know what this is fucking home i don't know what yeah. i was thinking
1: i feel that way every time like i fly out you know just for a vacation or something like that flight in back into phoenix just feels like w- welcoming to me
0: yeah it's weird yeah. it's a weird thing i don't know how why it gets me like that because i don't always agree with things that arizona does sure not to get political but yeah.
4: it's,
1: <laughs> it's it's all changing yeah. I mean you've probably seen the huge changes since you've been out here like I mean because you, you you like you said you are just slightly older than us so like you're you were comprehending things like you know in a different time like you know whereas
3: you guys seen Goodfellas, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember at the end of the movie, he says, now I want macaroni, I got to get fucking wet noodles and ketchup. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, That's kind of how I felt when I moved out here, being a New Jersey Italian kid, mm-hmm. having like all the crazy Italian cold cuts that, you know, yeah. most girls would not want to get near you after you ate it, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, and having trouble finding, you know, even like a lot of the stuff from the other cultures that I grew up with. I mean, a lot of Mexicans in Arizona, but there's not a lot of Puerto Ricans or Cubans, and, yeah, no. you know, Portuguese food I mean yeah. these, these are things that like I grew up eating a lot of that you don't really find out and now as the time goes I got the greatest Italian deli and I live in Old Scottsdale area called the Falco's it's five minutes from my house mm-hmm. It he's got better Italian sausage than places that I had in Jersey recently so you know it just goes to show you that through yeah. time the places evolve I think the internet it really change the whole fucking world dude. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's kind of hard to be in a place now where, the, you know, you don't have that there when with people having that demand to be able to get whatever they want online and yeah. find things they never heard of online. It eventually comes there, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So when you got to Phoenix, um, as we've learned, you you were big into the mu- music, you know, but um, did, did you start finding your way into film as well out here? I mean, you were always into film, but did you find kind of a place for that and, and help grow that?
3: it was it was a little bit of a niche i mean i um, you know I, there wasn't a whole lot of st- there would be things that would come through town once in a while and i'm thinking something maybe it's a little more recent but like in the last 10 15 years like like um, bruce campbell came out and he did a book signing and then yeah. he showed the man with the screaming brain you know, at the book signing and did a Q and A. I would go to every one of those things. I you know, but it's a little hard at, at first to try to even find that stuff going on. You have to find a flyer somewhere. Yeah. Maybe they had the money to spend it on a New Times ad, but you really it's a lot of word of mouth, and, and it took a little while to find kind of some cool guys that were in the film loving community to to be able to start to mesh a little bit of a community of people together to yeah. to start to go do things. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. You used to program, you said, for uh, the the horror and sci-fi festival out here. Well, I still
3: do, yeah. And um, I uh, I also uh, helped um, Andrea the Midnight Movie Mama when she was booking at back in the day at Chandler Cinemas. We uh, we had our own programming. My friend Brandon and I had a website here called I Could Smell Your Brains which like featured movie reviews and cool. uh, music stuff and books and all kinds of crazy shit and. Uh, we ended up closing the website down because it's just it's fucking two guys working on the website. It's impossible to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, we showed every kind of cool movie you could think of, from crazy things like Evil Speak uh, with Clint Howard to even you know uh, Conan the Barbarian. And we tried to always do cool stuff. Like yeah. we we have a friend, this guy Mike Heenan, that uh, he collects 35 millimeter prints and. He had a print of every single Arnold Schwarzenegger trailer from every movie he ever made. So when we did, it's crazy. So when we did uh, Conan the Barbarian, we actually did a double feature. And we started off when he was Arnold Strong uh, doing some movie I never even heard of to Hercules in New York, and then all the way through like collateral damage till he got into his political career. And then we showed uh, Conan the Barbarian, and we we would rent the prints. It yeah. wasn't just showing the, like like a lot of guys say, you see they just pop a DVD in there. We actually paid for the prints from the theaters or the, the, the companies and, and, and had them shipped out. It was expensive. Yeah. yeah but, yeah. I mean, you want to see Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, I got a nice fucking TV at my house, and I got it on Blu-ray. You want to come over and watch it like that. To go to a theater and see it, yeah, it's kind of cool, but to see it on a 35-millimeter print, yeah scratchy you know old print i yeah. mean there's nothing like that that's the know? problem
2: i think now like i mean i mean technology has definitely been beneficial for for like theaters to do those kind of events but yeah there's nothing there's the the digital the blu-ray copy whatever they're projecting or whatever they have just doesn't hold a candle to it's actually seeing film and fi- seeing it not sharp. It, there's something to it where it's a little fuzzy, a little blurry. Yeah, I dirty. like to see it a little
3: blurry. I mean, there were certain movies that we got. We showed Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, and it was a brand new print that they actually made because they did an anniversary edition for like the the relaunch of the movie. Mm-hmm. So the print that we had was pristine. We were the first people to actually show that print that came. those brand new. Never shown. Oh wow! Uh, which was cool, That's but you know, awesome. it's still it's still different. I mean, I don't know. I have a hard There's time. Still grain there. Yeah, like... I, I have a hard time spending ten dollars to go to a movie theater to see a movie on Blu-ray that you guys come over to my house, I'll let you drink, well, fucking sandwiches, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got a 70-inch TV, you know? Well, yeah. Uh, I could barbecue like a motherfucker, and, <laughs> and, and we'll enjoy it a little bit more than paying fucking yeah. some big theater it's to true. go see it and, and, and you know.
5: Watch it in 3D? I'm not a
3: 3D yet. That's my next step. Are you going to do it? I've been... That gives me a headache, man. Not yet. <laughs> I, haven't, I just bought a new TV, and I didn't buy a 3D. TV, I like I, the idea yeah. of having to wear
2: glasses, it. man. I
3: don't. Like I, I know, and I'm not looking at it for the fact that I want to see t- television or anything like that. Bro, I, just, just certain movies. Mm-hmm. My wife. Part right, part three. I was just gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> that Ami movie Bill. looked like shit when it was on, on, with the paper 3D. Uh, <laughs> but like, my, I got my wife Finding Nemo. She loves that movie. Yeah. I think yeah. that movie would look awesome in 3D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I got recently. Uh, was it Ant-Man or one of them other movies? If I, I find them at Zia Records, you know, if I could find it used on 3D uh, and Blu-ray they have yeah. both mm-hmm. copies, I just, I've just been buying them like that. Yeah. So I have that 3D. So if I ever decide to go that yeah. route, yeah. I got some.
0: 3D's done, though, already. You think so? Yeah, it's all about VR now. I don't know. VR's uh, got a long way to go. You no, need a pretty powerful they're machine already shoot, did, they're, like, they're already shooting movies can, with... with yeah, but to actually,
2: to have like consumer level products. It's not. It's you still need a like how long w- w- you need a pretty pretty wicked
5: computer to two use minutes. the Oculus system. Two minutes, <laughs> <laughs> two three minutes.
2: <laughs> 3D's been going on since
5: the no, 80s. No, right? I know, but like to get it where uh, we red, like like there was Captain EO, and you had to go to goddamn like, Disneyland, Disneyland to see that kind of stuff, which is great. And it took forever to get it into like a theater <laughs> where you were seeing. It. I still think Captain EO looks better than it looks amazing. Jurassic <laughs> World. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that robots and. Crap Flying at my head. I don't know. <laughs> so
0: when did you get into the into the into the writing game, into the book game?
3: Sure. I um, well, I had the website and I loved yeah. writing, and uh, I played music for a long time. I'm, I like to try to stay somewhat creative, doing something. Yeah. Otherwise, I go fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the website was more of a collaboration. It took a lot of us to do. Where the books, I could do on my own. I could do on my own time, and uh, and I love to write. So I, I basically. Uh, started putting together some ideas. I have like 10 books I'm working on right now. Like I, I get I get like a block on something and I move to the next thing. And then I, all of a sudden I get inspired to go back to the other thing. Mm-hmm. I got like all these crazy ideas. The books. I got at any given time, there's usually a bunch because I just, I like to keep doing, I jot shit down all day. I'm like a fucking mental case. Yeah. yeah, So I, you know, I figured with the books, it's something that I could do on my own pace. I could do in my own time and I don't have to rely on other people to do it.
1: Yeah. There's no real rush to get a book out. I mean, you're just your own, like you're maybe rushing yourself because you're like, I got all these ideas and I want to get them down, yeah. mm-hmm. but you release not, them when you want. I'm not up
3: against a wire, you know, and like playing in a band, uh, it takes four or five guys yeah. to go to band practice, to yep. be committed to it, to show up, to play shows, to do it. I mean, it's just a lot. Uh, and the same with the website. You know, it takes a few guys. It can't just be one guy working on a website. It takes a few guys to one guy's hand on this. Like, you guys have a fucking great system. You're doing this, you're doing that. Everybody's doing a working thing together.
4: Yeah.
3: It, it, not a lot of people have that kind of a good working relationship. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, that, I, I said, you know what? Let me try writing a book. And uh, the first book I did, um, it's it's all kinds of hate mail that I got from a fight that I got into with a singer from another band (laughs) years ago. I, I, I saved all this hate mail that I was getting from all his fans and I, I would read it to my friends and we'd sit around and laugh and laugh like I can't believe the fucking grammar on this guy. <laughs> like a guy sent me an email once and he said if you could get out of the wheelchair he'd strangle my fat neck. Uh-huh. So, you know, I, I said, well, man, wouldn't it be funny if... Uh, yeah, what? Right, that one got me. Oh, God. Want hear a good one? Hang on. I got some notes here. Here, here's, here's one about the truffle shuffle a guy told me.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Well, for, for those of you who don't know, the name of the book is Don't Ever Punch a Rock Star."
3: Yeah, it's a collection of hate mail and other crazy rumors. Here's Swashbuckling, the guy. I took some notes on, I was eating lunch uh, today. I was like, I gotta talk about some of these good ones. This guy sent me, this was an actual email that I got. Hitting a celebrity at your first show. Okay, it's our first show. <laughs> There's no way to earn fans. Your band fucking sucks and you guys will always be stupid labor workers. I would have defended Glenn. I, it was Glenn Danzig who I got no fight with. If I was there, you're lucky in, in Cincinnati, you swashbuckling bitches. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Was it a pirate it? theme band yeah. you in? No, but I, I wish I was. My
1: God, I'm... you know what you should do? You should get a bunch of people and just, like, set a camera up and have different people reading this hate – like, get them a little bit liquored up and have them read this hate mail and their best, like, I'm going to do an audio book of, of this. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Yes. That so
3: uh, that's something I've been working on. I've actually – the book's been out a few years, and I'm, I've been revamping it because, I mean, I, I did this one really without an editor. Yeah. And it you could tell I did it without an editor. <laughs> you know, uh, and I, I kind of learned my lesson, but, you know, it uh, – from this book, I, I learned you know to basically move on to, to do other stuff. Here's another good one here. Uh, Danzig, your music rocks, and don't trip. I'll get a hold of that Northside Queen and rape his bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> posted on YouTube. That was posted by Dr. Jones on crawdaddy.com. <laughs> so I took emails to that I got, po- uh, and then stuff that I people sent me online, yeah. and basically put together a funny book. That's hilarious. Them. I
1: wonder how many of those people bought that book. Probably a lot.
5: <laughs> so oh, you like, won. <laughs> I the guy that bought it and was like he didn't make the cut and he was like pissed about it. Yeah, yeah. Send you a send, send you a follow oh, I'm not good enough to be in the I'm, pretty,
0: I'm pretty sure I called him a queer and a fag. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I wrote that down.
3: This book is full of fat comments Fag comments, you know, queer yeah. comments, yeah. shitty band comments. Your, uh, you know, one guy said he, he saw me deep throating a burrito somewhere. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> Christ. How long did it
1: take for that to die down? For the hate mail to kind of actually, out? the
3: book stopped it. Yeah? That really made a big difference. I was getting it for almost eight years. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, the band was already not... We weren't playing anymore. And people would send my MySpace page stuff and then my Facebook page yeah. stuff. And it, really, the book, it doesn't just have all the hate. Now, it kind of tells a story about playing in a band, small band touring, and then how, like, one quick action could really make yeah. a big change in your life. and And also how, like... You know, before you get on the internet and start talking some shit to somebody, maybe think about it a little bit. You know, there's a lot of young kids that, you know, I can't imagine if I was in high school today. You know, you're getting fucked with at school and then you're getting fucked with when you get home because there's no getting away with it. You know, I got bullied a lot when I was a kid. You know, I, I fought a lot of kids. And you know, when I got home, it was off. When I got home, my mom was the smotherer from like the the Goldbergs yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like I got home and I could do no wrong. I was the greatest kid in the world uh-huh. and 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 imagine getting on a computer at, at that young age I, I can't even imagine what kids go through today what do you uh
5: what do you, what do you think it tied down after the book? Do you think people heard it? I think Listen people, people kind of they...
3: got a little bit of the idea of, hey, what happened? Because uh-huh. he told a lot of people that I stabbed him, and he put out a statement that I cut him with a sharp object. That's how it all started.
4: Uh, okay. The uh-huh. next
3: morning I got up and my e- our band's email was flooded because people he put out a statement that said I cut him with a knife, I fled the scene. So... Long story short, that's how that whole the hate mail started. So, uh,
2: have you spoken to Danzig since? No, i get no, out. <laughs> <laughs> so, what
0: was, what was the next book after that?
3: Next book I did was the Mega Book of Revenge Films. Uh, I love uh, revenge movies, mm-hmm. and I was a little surprised with all the genres of films out there. There's horror books, there's all kinds of drama books. No one did a, like took revenge as a, like a real serious category, <laughs> and I mean every. St- Type of film, whether it's a comedy, a horror movie, um, uh, you know, a black exploitation or exploitation or vigilante, there's, all, they're all just tons of revenge films in, in every yeah. every aspect. So I started putting together a list of revenge movies I liked to turn into that book, nice. which is only volume one. That's 300 pages. <laughs> I was thinking, Do you
1: know how many films are in that
3: book? I couldn't roughly? tell you how many that are in there, but. It's f- fucking jammed with movies. Yeah. And I left out movies like Kill Bill. Yeah. You know, I put a thing in the back, like, listen, this not every revenge film's in this book. I'm doing multiple volumes because it's impossible to put yeah. them all in there. And I'm not going to blow my load all in one book. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, yeah. I, I, I figured I'd spread it out and <laughs> some of the other movies that are bigger and smaller in, in both yeah. books. But this book's cool. It's got, like, an uh, interview with... Um, uh, Lance Henriksen from uh, Alien and, yeah uh, definitely. Pumpkinhead Stone yeah. Cold fucking awesome movie with Brian Bosworth you yep. guys do mm-hmm. anything for that yet? Not no yet. not yet go get after Brian Bosworth <laughs> with the fucking mullet it's ridiculous <laughs> and then uh, there's uh interview with Heather Langenkamp from Nightmare on Elm Street The nice. oh, cool. ultimate re- fucking revenge movie of all time I mean yeah. Freddy Krueger coming back Yeah. Uh, and then Martin Cove from the Karate Kid, uh, John Kreese, the the teacher.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, okay, I Put okay.
3: him in there, and then uh, there's other stuff. There's like sub chapters, like the best. Um uh, disabled kung fu movies, <laughs> 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 or or nine revenge films that define Steven Seagal. You know, I mean, let's Cody's go over yep, them.
1: Let's go time time over them because we can't right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well,
3: weather, he's an saying.
0: agent from CIA. He's an agent from. He's always X something. I
3: call him the chameleon in there. Because he's always like some of the nationality in every movie. Like, yeah, did you see Urban yeah. Justice or was it Urban Justice where he's his kid gets killed in the, in the hood or something? And-
0: yeah, that's is the one that goes to Vegas through Vegas. Like they go through. I oh, I he's like know. in
3: the hood with his little hip hop and he's like he's like, Yeah, brother, what's up? What's up? <laughs> oh, you know, he Man? went through he went, through he went through his uh he
0: went through his New Orleans phase. Yeah. He went through that phase where he yeah. did every movie he was Cajun in. And you're like, why are you yeah. He, like, what? I don't think he actually knows now his nationality is. He's going point. through, like, a Russian phase now. Yeah, <laughs> <He's all right. laughs>
3: I, fu- I fucking love it. Yeah, I mean, come on. Listen. You look at the early Steven Seagal movies. You got... Uh, Marked for Death. Mm-hmm. Yep. Phenomenal. Out for Justice. Yep. Anybody seen Richie? Anybody know why Richie <laughs> killed Bobby Lupo? <laughs> that is one of the greatest movies of all time. I love Out for yep. Justice. You know, uh, Above the Law, Pam Greer. Yep. I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I mean, these movies were. Which
0: I. So I'm glad to hear because you know Marked for Death. And, I'm, and I've been telling everybody that Kill Bill is a goddamn ripoff of Marked for Death. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's got a lot of good
3: elements of that
0: there. It, it, they, I think the, Bill, whole, the whole hospital scene, I'm like, is. Fucking march for death. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm like it's a Steven Seagal movie.
1: Steven's a local too. Yeah, he is. yeah. Yeah, I saw him, shopping I, my Bevmo.
3: I actually saw some sign on the way uh, to work yesterday. He's coming for some expo here, and there was like a picture of Steven. Seagull. He's really fat now. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm yeah. like I, I I may be able to take Steven Seagal at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: he a he's
2: local. uh, what's he like six
0: seven? Yeah, he's, he's,
2: he's huge because he yeah he came in when I worked at the uh, one Bevmo he came in and. uh Albert uh, actually got a... How did
3: you not, like, fucking jump over to the counter and be like, Aah! I like,
2: wasn't there at that time.,
1: no, no I don't beat. know if I got you beat, but because cause there's no confirmation to this, but um, I, I worked in a video store for like four years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, i was I was working one of the day shifts, and uh, this this guy in like a business suit comes in, and uh, he's on the phone yapping, talking loud, making sure everybody can hear that he's Mr. Important. You know what I mean? And so I'm walking around, like, putting movies away and stuff like that, and I walk by him, and he's like, Hey, 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 man, hey, what? I got Steven Seagal on the phone right now. You want to talk to him? And I was like, uh, okay. And so I, like, set the movies down, and he, like, gave me the phone, and I was like, hello? And he goes, hey, who's this? And I'm like, uh, this is Chris at Hollywood Video. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, not, Chris is not a fan. <laughs> no, not I, a huge I, fan. I, 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 I don't dislike Steven Seagal. I'm not a fan like you, but... Yeah. um. But, yeah, so he, so he was like, hey, what's up? And then I was like, oh, yeah, n- n- nice to talk to you. And then just handed the phone back really quick. How awkward is that? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs>
5: but the thing is, I have
1: no idea if that was really Steven Seagal. Like, I believe it's him. I, I don't know. If <laughs> I believe just it's pull, you. want to believe. Who I, just yeah. pull some shit like that randomly? Like,
3: Steve, of all I'm the people. I'm going to yeah. start pulling that.
1: Guy, like, <laughs> I don't
3: know <laughs> what you're talking about. That's my new thing. Like, oh, that guy knows Steven Seagal. I'll put yeah. you on the phone with him. Yeah. I got you, you guys. I'll talk to him right now. Get him on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Skype hey, in. hey, Larry, pretend to be Steven Seagal, okay? <laughs> hey, fuck off. <all>. Nice tattoos. <laughs>
1: yeah, so yeah, I guess I kind of met him at one point.
3: That's, that's <laughs>
0: awesome. That's funny. So where can people find your books at? Where can they get their hands on them?
3: Amazon uh, is a great spot. Uh, I sell all the three books. I have a, another book, two of movie quotes. That's It's called The Belligerent Book of Movie Quotes. Awesome. That's it, fantastic. It's cheap as fuck, too. It's only, like, $5.95, and it's Amazon Prime, so you can get it with the free shipping. Uh, it's I basically was at, like, a store that had, like, the most loving quotes from movies of all time. I had, like, shit, like, from The Notebook and yeah. On Golden Pond. And I'm like, man, I would love a book, like, full of, like, the angriest shit. <laughs> so I, I basically put a book together with, like, you know, shit like, you know, here, I'll just pull anything. Uh, if I had a nickel for every cigarette your mom smoked, I'd be dead. Donna from Twin Peaks. I was not so belligerent. <laughs> <laughs> Shit eating son of a bitch, bastard, douchebag, twat, numbnuts, dickhead, bitch. That was Bob. least some of
2: you have quotes in there from Street Trash, from the doorman, and the. Uh, oh animal. yeah. What's his name? I think that I do. Uh, have something <laughs> My mother from. weeps because yeah. <laughs> she knows I work for you.
3: <laughs> yeah, here dirty work. You got Goodfellas, even Parenthood. I wouldn't live with. I wouldn't live with you if. What is it? I wouldn't live with you if the world were flooded with piss and you lived in a tree.
4: <laughs> that's such amazing. A good quote. I mean, that's from parenthood, yeah. you know what yeah.
3: I'm saying? Uh, my favorite one is the, the like Les Grossman of Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Okay, flaming dragon, fuck face. <laughs> First take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. <laughs>
1: so did you just like take notes as you were watching whatever films you wanted to watch or did you
3: I just I, you know you see so many movies you think of them and yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I, and, and as I said I was, uh, as I'm working on other books this book here the, the Revenge book has either like quotes from the movies or a tagline from the movie mm-hmm. and, I, and I started hey, you know what that's a really funny quote as well and I'd write them down and then I started thinking of like, like in this book here the top five mem- uh, memorable dick insults that, <laughs> that make me laugh every time i hear them so i'll, I'll give I you those to hear
4: this. So
3: number five is <clears throat> if i had a dick this is where i tell you to suck it it's mrs bickerman in lake placid oh yeah which was, was fucking, fucking betty white you yeah. know <laughs> betty white with a mouth on her uh and then uh i I'd tell you to blow it out your ass but my dick's in the way <laughs> <laughs> stacy and the limey
4: oh
3: then uh, you're gonna look really funny sucking my dick with no teeth. This was Captain Hadley in The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it's such a sad scene. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, every yeah, time yeah. he says That's that, true. I'm like, who the fuck would tell someone? <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. And then uh, here's another one. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way to the park <laughs> yes. Dante and Clark, hey, you get back here. <laughs> here's my all-time favorite. I don't care if you wake up in a ditch with grown men shitting on you. And jumping on top of your head. Maybe your nose will turn into a big old dick and you could stroke that all the time. I hope your hair turns into dog shit one day. (laughs) You wake up and you run your comb through it and that's all that it is. Little trundles of dog shit. (laughs) The worst shit you could ever imagine. AIDS. It's cool. Everything comes around, sweetheart. That was Fred Simmons from The Foot Fist Way, (laughs) which was basically Kenny Powers in a karate movie before he... You know, became Kenny Powers. He did a karate movie. As, I actually
0: uh,
1: really like that
3: movie. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. That movie's so, funny. So yeah, that's I, uh, amazing.
1: I so, love that. So yeah, I, I, I just get drunk and just start like reading from that book at a party or something. Yeah, yeah, it's it's
3: good for that. You can pick a random one. I'm gonna do another one like this. Actually called uh, the Belligerent Book of Music Lyrics. Which is all like the fucking most retarded lyrics of songs, <laughs> and songs that you've heard like, but you don't know what the fuck they're saying. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, just lines that just don't make any sense at all. Like the song, uh, I forgot the name of the metal band, but they have a song called "Let's Get Mangled." You're like what? The lyrics are fucking awesome. To it, so. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of like working on a lot that. A cannibal corpse in that book? Yeah, yeah there'll still be some cannibal corpse. Yeah. Be, there's some good shit.
1: There was a, a a metal show I went to one time and uh the way that they uh introduced their song was they were like uh, <clears throat> this song is dedicated to all the girls who fart so hard they rip their thongs off and then they just <laughs> went into
3: like the song <laughs> like it was amazing. Did you join that band? <laughs> no, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: guys, so go on Amazon buy these books. Uh we're going to take a break and when we come back, we are going to talk about Uh, What the hell are we talking about? My My science science project. project. Oh, yeah, my science project. We'll be right back.
3: You have the right to remain silent. You give up the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be held against you in a court of law. Okay, McCloud. You have the right to an attorney. Hi, Mom. You little cockroach. Hey, what's the matter? I got boogers? Huh? Hey, kid. Why do you wear sunglasses at night?
2: Because when you're cool, the sun shines on you 24 hours a day. Oh, yeah?
4: <coughs> Chill out, Butch. And get a shave.
0: All right, guys, we're back, and we're here, and we're going to talk about My Science Project. This is Danny's pick. It is from 1985. Who knows what the budget is? No one. Um, She's and, string apparently. Yeah, I got to ask Danny the question that we ask everybody when they pick a movie. Why would you pick this movie?
3: Uh, it's like one of my favorites as a kid. I mean, you know, it's it's got comedy, it's got science fiction. Back then, it kind of had cool special effects. Yeah, it reminded me. Have you guys ever seen House Two? Mm-hmm. Yep. With the, when they went into all the different worlds yeah, in yeah. House Two, mm-hmm. it, it had a little bit of that element to it as well. You know, I, it, it kind of in, in style towards the end of the movie. So I, I loved it. It was just it was just a cool movie back then. Anyone yep.
2: seen this before? Tons of times. <laughs> nope. Nope. Wow. My dad had a... I, I'm pretty sure my dad was the one that did it, but I'm pretty sure he recorded a VHS of this off of the one re- he rented from the video store because the copy we had, when you hit play, it just, like, it just fuzzed into the title, like, the like the first 30 seconds or minute of the film is missing, like, the alien going down and like, yeah. the radio chatter and stuff, so, yeah, and it was just bad tracking, but I used to watch this fucking... God, I used to watch this all the time, but almost as much as I used to watch Big Trouble in Little China as a kid. Like, wow. So... Yeah. <laughs>
1: Danny, how did you you find out about the film with, like, Back to the Future coming out that same year, being, like, just, you know, blowing everything out of the water? Like, it sounds like this one got passed up by a lot of people.
3: Yeah. uh, Like, Monster Squad got passed up by the Lost Boys that year. Yeah. But kids still found it. I mean, I collected uh, I was really into Starlog mm-hmm. and Fangoria, and Starlog always had like, like a movie like My Science Project would have definitely been featured in Starlog, mm-hmm. so yeah. uh, those a lot of those uh, magazines kind of kept me in a loop to finding new movies, and I mean, listen, you walked into a video store, there was like a fucking display for this movie, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, even it's the most low-budget display you've ever seen, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, back then I mean, the video store ruled, the cover the poster I yep. Mean, yep. Yeah. that's what you saw <clears throat> I, I had a seat I don't give a fuck what's in a chopping mall yeah. it looks like yeah. short circuit with killing people in a mall <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this is awesome I gotta get it so, yeah. so you were easily sold yeah mm.
2: absolutely mm. That's the thing we're learning on doing this podcast is cover arts, man. They, they will mislead you. They, they pull <laughs> yeah, they you will. in, and you you get uh, you get disappointed sometimes. <laughs> so if you don't know what this movie is
0: about, it's about uh, Michael. Basically, he has to turn in a science project uh, before the end of school so he can graduate. Uh, he's kind of a gearhead, doesn't do really well with people. Um, his girlfriend breaks up with them. He basically finds a new one really quick. And Ellie, <laughs> or Ellie kind of finds him.
2: She kind of follows him.
0: Yeah, she kind of finds him. Cause she screws up her car, they go on a date to a uh, military junkyard that they're not supposed to be at, and he stumbles upon a uh, alien, Indian yeah, an underground alien bunker. L- L- yeah.
2: It's a yeah fallout shelter that has the uh, alien engine in it that crash landed in what it, 54? It was it fifty four? Uh, fifty seven. Fifty seven. And
0: yeah. he's gonna use that as his science project because he's not very he's he's mechanical, but he's not very sciencey. Yeah. Uh, and then what happens after that is uh, weird science meets his Fast
3: and the Furious. <laughs> 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 basically, it's
1: craziness. Well, he takes it back and he polishes it up and discovers that it's still active um, by pushing the right buttons, basically, right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it comes to life, this this engine, and uh, he takes it. He takes it to his.
0: Uh, and it, it's like a time dimensional time warp, which yeah, which I thought was uh, like a cool idea, but it was like I don't know. The first half of this film, I had, so I watched the movie twice, like I usually, like, always do, and uh, the the first half of the film, the first time I watched it really bugged the shit out of me. I didn't like it, mostly because of Michael. Up
2: until he finds the engine?
0: Like, up until, like, basically, yeah, like, until they get into the classroom with Bob and yeah. set the whole thing off.
2: Yeah, it definitely drags. It definitely drags the first half, for sure.
5: But it, I, I feel like it's Michael's performance. I, no, didn't, I didn't I, have a problem with them. I, I, I checked the timelines on how this film progresses, and it, it is like <laughs> 30, 40 minutes before something. Like, they even turn the machine on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, stuff going on at the beginning with him and Ellie and, you know, the nerd being kind of in love with Ellie. There's, there's just a bunch of stuff going on that they try to, like, build up the characters. But I, I just felt like it went on a little too long before we actually turn on the machine and actually something happens. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't... Yeah, I understand where you're coming from on that one. It reminded
3: me of the pace of Independence Day. <laughs> so Independence Day, it's it's kind of shitty for a little while, and then yeah, yeah. the movie really picks up, and then it ends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's one thing. Looking back at my science project, I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of the, the Independence Day pace.
2: I kind of like that they kind of did a. Uh, so uh, I like to refer to it as Lord of Re- Lord of the Rings ending. Like, you feel like the movie has ended. They they destroyed the power line. They stopped it from. Getting any more energy, and then there's like a whole third act that fucking follows that, where the nerd plugs it back in, and then they have to like fight their way through the school. Like, I kind of like that aspect yeah, I, of l- it. Yeah,
3: I liked it. I'm not dishing <coughs> it. I like it. I, chose, I, I was
2: one of my picks here, so. Well,
1: maybe we can change that by the end of this episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: No, it, it, no, because it's 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 weird. Like watching it, I'm like, there's there's elements and stuff that I like about it, and there's elements that I I don't like about it, but. And watching it, I'm like, if I was in the '80s watching this, and I was like a teenager, would I be sitting there going, like, what the fuck are, th- what the fuck is this? Like, I feel like it's it's like a it's like a hodgepodge of a movie. It's like seven I don't movies. So. I feel like it's seven movies put together.
2: I don't think so, as but one. I mean, again, I like it. But if think if I was a teenage watching when it first came out, I'd like go you out wouldn't and buy his car, like hands down. His car is badass. You wouldn't as think it was a huh?
5: <laughs> as a
0: teenager, yeah. You wouldn't think it's a little ridiculous, just like oh, they found an alien device
5: and now well, you wait, know, No, wait, wait, no. no. I mean, there's r- so many more yeah. plots out there that are just <laughs> like, just no. yeah, yeah, than I know. Than, like the explorers. Like, hey, we found this thing, and now we're going to pay a spaceship. We're going to fly out in space. And we're going to meet the aliens for the first time. Just me, River Phoenix.
3: And like, just, yeah. that's what it out is. Out of
5: trash cans. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how those, I feel like a lot of these films in the 80s were. It was like kids empowerment kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. 1985.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's when this movie came out. Uh-huh. And it's, it's got that 1985
5: feel. Oh, it, de- it definitely does. And I
0: don't, I don't think that's a – I think now for the film, it might be a good thing. Well, right, because it's the, it's the nostalgia and the pop culture and 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 all that stuff. I can definitely don't get me wrong. I see how it's a cult film and stuff like that, but it, it, I couldn't help while watching it by, like trying to put myself like in a theater mm-hmm. at the time watching it and being like, would I buy this
4: shit?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, like, again, going back to like a weird science, like you really gonna be able to create like a woman like. Yeah, no, you, know, true. you just, yeah. its just like a suspension. Yeah, but no you know about it's, computers now. You, you can't make a exactly time machine out of a
0: Delorean. Yeah, but here's the human. Here's here's the here's the thing though. Is like I'm not a gearhead, so I'm not really into cars, and it didn't connect to that. But I definitely am into women. So weird <laughs>
3: science
1: is a little more relatable.
3: <laughs> Kelly LeBrock is still pretty hot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, well, well, exactly. But, but, the, but the thing is, it wasn't about like, oh, like I'm gonna find an alien engine. Like no, what this movie was really about young love young love i know it's true that was a that was a prevalent theme throughout it,
0: no that that's one of my this is one of the things i'm going to cheer this movie to death about um is i love that the nerd girl gets the guy in the movie me too yeah love it i kind of fell in love with ellie thank you film. first time seeing this movie too i'm like oh my god i have a new 80s crush and she is amazing
3: <laughs> especially when she's leaning over when he's in the bunker, I don't know if you guys noticed that. I scene, know exactly what you're talking with the about. Low cut cleavage, and they they sexed her up a little bit for the date, and like all of a sudden she went from the girl with the car problem that talked him into a date to like, hey, you know what? She got of dolled up a little bit. Yeah, for I yeah.
5: do want to talk about something that struck me as different for these types of films. The interesting thing I thought about this film was normally when you talk about things like Revenge of the Nerds, there was this whole theme about like nerds getting like they're the ones that win in the end, you know? But this film, it was like. Kind of like the bullies win. like Because yeah. the gearhead, I mean, he's pretty cool. He's all right with everybody. But Fisher Stevens' character, he's just taking people's lunch money oh, the whole time. He's an he's, asshole.
1: Yeah, he's a complete dick. Oh, that part when they like, was he at like the the, the nerd was
5: talking on the phone at the oh, phone yeah. booth and he just
1: like throws him out of the way? And yeah. Like, oh, I laughed so And hard. he's
5: kind of, and he's, I wouldn't say he's a villain per se, the, the nerd of the film. No, but he's not. But he, not he definitely a, he's is not a, jealous of... Mike for Sher- Sherman.
0: Sherman's the villain. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. No, Sherman's uh,
2: not Sherman. Yeah, Sherman the nerd is the villain, hands down. You think so? I, yes. Why I think, think, I, think that? I think he has one mo- one moment where he he does his jealousy kind of takes over, but he redeems himself at the end.
0: He fucks up his car. Number one, you don't touch a man's car.
2: He didn't fuck up his car. He just hired he, Oh yeah. He
0: yeah. Okay. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He hired people to do it. He didn't do that. <laughs> So yeah, because he because he's jealous of him uh, of Michael and Ellie's relationship. So he hires the thugs to vandalize his car, right? And then at the end, he's like waiting for her cuz he wants to play hero cuz she knows he's she's involved and he does like the I'm help like every villain does this. They think what they're doing is good. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it turns out, like in their head, it's good, but no, it's not good. It's like evil, and that was his thing. Is like, oh, no, I'll tell him, you know, that y- y- I'll lie for you, basically, and we can run off together. But I'll fuck it, I'm gonna turn this on real quick.
3: He had the greatest lines in that movie, though. Like when he, the scene with the car, when he hit the button and the middle finger came up. Uh,
1: oh my god!
0: Mm, you know, sit
3: amazing. on this butt plug.
1: Oh Vincent, yeah, yeah,
0: no, yeah, no. He he had the best lines in the movie. His character <clears throat> Vince? was. It was my f- yeah. Been, Every sorry.
1: line he says is a one-liner. It's yeah. fucking great. All of his dialogue uh, is a joke. Man, I'm
5: gonna I'm gonna disagree. I feel, <laughs> what? Oh! I, I feel like the director just went like, "Hey, be as irritating as possible, yeah. like, all the time." No. Yeah. <laughs> like I felt like it was over. I mean, I'm with you I thought on it was, that. I understand he was supposed to be the comedy relief friend to the serious but hero, but I also felt like they just pushed it too. They just like pushed relentless. It a little too much. I think that was
0: the. I think that was the point. It was. I need you to be a New Yorker. But I need you to be a New Yorker on 20. Because yeah. most New Yorkers are already on Yeah, 10. He was, he was yeah. from Brooklyn. And yeah. back,
3: back in Brooklyn, you know, a girl give us a little static, you know, we give him one of these. He was He'd like, give him the yeah. old one, two, yeah. one <laughs> two. Who's he giving a one, two? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said, flamed out a lot. Yeah. Which yeah, every time somebody dies, they got flamed out. Mm-hmm. And he said it like, I noticed it like multiple times, uh, which I'm like, oh, what, what does that mean? And, th- you know, even when he said, because uh, he made the reference to uh, uh, Michael. Who's, who's also the, the, the main star, was also in Christine. Mm-hmm. And he made that reference that said, uh, I seen this movie with the haunted car flames this guy out.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's like a little nod to uh, his previous role, a little bit of a nod,
3: but he still said the flame out, flame out. Yeah, when you watch, if you watch it again, you'll see. The they flame try to out like
1: coin some new phrases in this film or could something,
3: be. Like, yeah. it could yeah. be good. or
5: something.
1: Yeah. yeah, I agree with you though, Mike. I do think that it did get irritating after a while. And no, I, I read it got I, better as it went on. Well, I read a review. Uh, somebody wrote about it saying like. You know, they did They did try to, you know, give it some comedy relief with this character, but I don't think it was too much. I do think it was too much at some points. So. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. It was too wrong.
5: I don't know. Mm. I feel like this is Fisher Stevens' well, entire two. career in, from 85 to 87. It's playing, like, these really weird, like, stereotypes <laughs> that just push it too far, like a <laughs> short, short circuit. your short circuit
2: come out? What year was that? Right, that 86. was, like,
5: 86. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like playing the male version of <laughs> Rizzo from Grease.
3: yeah. Basically. Yeah.
5: yeah. That's that's, good, that's but this really guy's not Italian. Yeah. He's not Italian. Fisher Stevens is not Italian. He's not Indian. And, he's, and I think it was my boss's daughter. He plays Mexican.
3: Well, listen, half of Dances with Wolves were Italian That's guys. true. It's <laughs> you know what <laughs> it's like, it's That a, guy's not an Indian. That guy's, <laughs> that guy's fucking Sicilian. I never right? got I'm Sicilian. <laughs> I can see it. I never got work, and I'm Italian. There yeah, you go. No, I, I would take it. She <laughs> went on the set of Dances with Wolves. They would have put you right in. They would have
5: put me right in as an extra. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean as far as like
0: the the pacing and stuff like that, yeah, it's a little it's a little wonky, but the characters, like Mike um, yeah, Michael, I had a little hard time with at first because like I said I just don't relate to, I was raised by women, I don't relate to a gearhead, so it kind of was like I didn't get Get it at first. It took me a little bit for him to grow on me. He eventually grows on me, especially like towards the end and stuff like that. But
3: it's funny you say that because as an adult, I noticed that he was a gearhead. But as a kid, I just I didn't even think of anything of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, because thought just he was like, like cool as fuck. He, he had was had a like cool a car. guy with a cool car and got a lot of pussy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, well, see, well,
0: see, he doesn't though because he doesn't get he doesn't get a lot of pussy. He had he had the girlfriend that he did he didn't really take care of because
2: he was too into cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he probably got a lot of pussy before that. I'm sure, he, I, I'm sure he's got so
1: much pussy in the junkyard. Well, see, no, what I like what I liked about his character, though, is like you know, yeah. At first, they play him off like that, but then when he goes and he has that first that conversation with Dennis Hopper about you know he needs to finish his science project or else he can't you know pass or whatever, he he becomes kind of humble about it. Like, look, you know, like I'm I'm not really good at this kind of thing, like, and he kind of like levels with him, but you can tell that he's smart. And like even Dennis Hopper recognizes that he is an intelligent person. Like maybe mm-hmm. yeah. that he just needs to try. And I was like, okay, that's what kind of sold me like on his character. And then I thought he carried it through just fine through the rest of the film. Like there was nothing. And he got he definitely got
0: stronger as the film went on. Just the, for for some reason those those first couple of scenes like yeah it just didn't didn't work for didn't me. Hook, but yeah. Hopper has like one of my favorite favorite lines when he's talking to him about uh, meeting them back at the school at nine. Which is when he's uh, when he's going to the, the anti papers. the anti war uh, alumni
1: meeting. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was like, that's so funny to me. What's I what, what know the uh, why. real quick?
1: What's with what the is he like huffing CO two or something? I don't out know. I can whippets, bro. He, is that what he's doing? Yeah, with yeah. yeah, yeah it's
5: it's
3: cool. Cool. It reminded me a little cool. bit of Blue Velvet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, agreed. When he was huffing, but the, this is before Blue Velvet, right? Night this was after Blue. Oh, was it after Blue Velvet? Blue Velvet was before. Yeah, it was not like this.
5: I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Anyways. Like, what was that? Like I felt like that was almost like is that for the adults? Like did the adults get that joke or well, is it just a weird thing whole... Dennis Hopper threw in
5: there? I have a question for the whole table about Dennis Hopper in this film. Like Blue, Blue Velvet was a year after. It was. Oh. Well, I, fuck I knew us. it had to be somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah, <I'm way> off. <laughs> it's okay. It's no big deal. Do you think that like Dennis Hopper just walked in and he said, "Look, I'm going to give you like three good scenes." <laughs> yep. I and they just so. come out. Like, do you, like, yes. he doesn't seem like he looks. I, I don't want to say he's phoning it in because what he does is real big in this film, but I don't how know. little they show of him makes me feel like they're like, look, we can pay you, f- like, $30,000 maybe, and he's like, know, look, what, you get three scenes from me, what was, and I'm out. And I get to do whatever I want. I'll wear the Easy Rider <laughs> yeah. sh- thing, and I'll leave, or whatever. <laughs> what was
2: what, what? What? was Dennis Hopper really, like, was he doing in the 80s, like, in the mid-80s? Well, no, like, because he, he, he did, he did, he did, yeah. um, <laughs> he did, he T- did Chainsaw Massacre too. He didn't even right. want to do that. He did, I feel, I feel like he did a lot of movies well, for no, me for, the no, 80s. No, from what
0: I've heard about Dennis Hopper in general, and I don't know if this is true, I've just heard this from, like, a guy, I think a guy that made a movie with him i heard from him and he's like i was like how would you get Dennis Hopper and he's like well basically Dennis Hopper put him room and board and give him money he'll do anything <laughs> basically really? he's like yeah he's like if you would if you wanted to shoot in a hotel room you know right after you got off the airport the, you know the o the the hotel at the airport he's like he would do it you just got to pay him Waterworld, <laughs> Makes sense. Waterworld. <laughs> and, okay, number one, Waterworld is a gem of a film. They Jesus. made a theme
3: park
2: around Waterworld. That's true. Six Flags. <laughs> That's right. They had the uh, the show. Right. Yep. The, yeah. It's probably
0: still I, going. Actually, I'm pretty sure. I, I went. <laughs> I, went saw I saw that. No way. Yeah. It's wow. still going.
3: I, I went to. Uh, I went there three years ago, and it was uh, still going strong. That's so nuts. How
1: is Waterworld still going strong? The show three is pretty fucking
3: good, man. I th- yeah, I think I it's saw it when I was the like, movie?
1: yeah, it's more popular. I uh, I I love Dennis Hopper though. Even if he, de- even if that is no. his, uh, you know mo or whatever, like I think he does a great job and he brings like a big. He always his presence is always very well known well, on the screen. Uh, like. yeah,
5: the, the three scenes that he's in, he was awesome in. Yeah, but did anyone get the idea he was supposed to be the villain? No, no. no. Like in the second scene, what's with the maniacal laugh? He's Dennis Hopper. He's, getting- <laughs>
0: he's,
2: he's, he's, seeing, he's seeing through the time space continuum, and he's a science teacher. But he's it's
5: probably the most like having an old laugh I've ever his heard. His mind is
1: being blown, Mike. Yeah, he was fucked up on drugs, too. Yeah, oh, that's the yeah. yeah. point. That's why yeah, right. he's he tough was, and gas. He's on the whippet. Oh,
5: yeah. <laughs> he's right in the classroom. Hold <laughs> well, that shit right out of his throat. I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
3: You guys are all good news. Kid the didn't the even bat an eye
1: too. It was like so like normal. Right? They, don't, <laughs> they don't pay teachers enough.
5: They don't pay even them enough. back then. Even back then.
1: It was worse then. You had to do whippets at your desk just to get through the day. I feel like there was something kind of unexplained about um uh Michael's relationship with his father, and his father you know, getting married like behind his back essentially—it's
5: something they don't really. Yeah, they, they don't, don't really delve touch into on
1: that, much. and well, they don't, don't really no, know what point they're trying it, yes, to make. Yes, I
0: do because this. See, you need to start paying attention to some of these movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> what that is saying is why he's more into cars than why he is into people. Because he's trying. Father t-
5: doesn't relate to him. Well no uh, no he doesn't uh, have a good relationship he doesn't have, he, doesn't, get yeah, he, doesn't, over here. he yeah. doesn't
0: have a good relationship with his father obviously his mother's not in the picture be it dead gone or whatever yeah. they don't really explain mm-hmm. that but you can see that his home life is not the best, and this is maybe why he puts his head into cars so much and not
1: people. But the problem I have with that is his dad does seem pretty uh, open and accepting towards him. <laughs> He's bringing
0: him.
3: chicks in. They're down for, like, son, you know, dad things. <laughs> well, he does say, Dad, I'm going to grab a beer. You know? yeah. It's yeah. just yeah. like it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, but I mean- but Kids honest, need structure, I, didn't get, th- I didn't get the
1: impression that his dad was, like, a prick that, like, didn't- was, like, just go do something, son. Like, he was, like- like when he'd show up, he'd be like, Oh, there's food if you want some food. Or, yeah. you know, at the end, he's like, I tried to tell him what happened. And, <laughs> there's, like, there's food if you want some food as the dog's eating it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, I I, I'm I a like Chris, the,
0: so There's hints here, Chris. I'm, I, I understand I, that you uh, wish you had the party
1: dad, but kids need rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm craving the party dad. Uh, the party dad. That
2: was <laughs> missing from my life. <laughs>
0: What were you gonna say, Kyle? No, stick i up just, for the party, Dad.
2: I was no, I was just gonna agree with Chris. I didn't see the dad as like not uh, as being like neglectful it was subtle. or something. It, it was, was subtle. They didn't make him a. Vi- they didn't make him. It like, just a seemed. It seemed, like, it seemed like the mother had had. had had passed or gone away or something and it's basically like it's just it's two grown men living together like almost like roommates that's basically mm-hmm. the, the impression I got
0: mm-hmm. that's why he's so effed up and he can't relate to people not until effed up. yeah until Ellie comes along and sets him free spiritually
3: <laughs> <laughs> did you not watch this movie? I gotta agree with you I think I think uh you're right it, I yes I didn't look at it on that aspect when yeah. I watch it it didn't really play out that fucking lady that his father's with is just oh, so disgusting yeah, yeah A- but, uh, right. but uh, even father's.
1: when the connection when you know, when he comes home and the drapes are all pink, the whole room's pink, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, oh, this is great, you know, whatever. Like, he's pitching a fit about it, essentially. Like, the the stepmom, the new stepmom, seems, like, genuinely hurt by, like, his I don't comments. Think she, no, I don't like, think
0: she's a terrible person, but I don't think she knew what she got herself into either. She didn't know him. Yeah, they just yeah. got married <laughs> on a whim, which tells you how crazy his dad is. Who knows what stepmom this is? We don't know if this oh,
5: is a stepmom, a step-mom it could mom, be number five. number three or four. It's yeah, true. we don't yeah. know.
1: That's true. Let's and
5: let's it, even go deeper. You know, people are complicated. They change their minds and stuff like that. But you know, cars, they always stay the same. That's, that's true. They always work the way you want them to. Mm-hmm. Yep. You keep them clean. You keep them oiled. Put some gas in a car that's and you cruise. Do. And it runs. Look at that. <laughs> mm. yeah. There we yeah. go. Wow, so deep. <laughs> <laughs> this movie has
3: never been so fucking analyzed.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Ever. That's what this movie
2: was missing. was yeah. like an in-depth conversation. Exactly. But no, see, that's the things I also like about it. Like,
0: Because I was thinking about it. And it was sort of like is this a bad script? Like and it's not. It's actually a really good script in my in my opinion. Yeah. I think so too. I, I mean, think I have
2: it hurt it, by question mark budget. Yeah, unreleased still yet unreleased budget, but I
5: don't know. Can I talk about something? I want to talk about the that Tyrannosaurus scene. Good. I thought I thought that was pretty solid. It looks great. <laughs> yeah, it was really like good. if, if yeah. this if this was a shoestring budget they spent it in the right area because I was like, no, it's I ain't agree. that much different than Jurassic but even Park. Like, like
1: even the effects, like all the like lightning effects and everything. Like yeah. that, I mean, it, it was very close to like Ghostbusters. The weird yeah. effect, yeah.
0: the weird, <laughs> the weird effect though was when he uh, shot the Tyrannosaurus Rex in the gut with like the grenade, yeah, and it just left a big glowing hole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> great, <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, I know, but I was like, I a,
2: that was an incendiary round. It just kept
3: burning. For, I thought he was gonna walk through that <laughs> hole for for a minute. But you don't know. You know different no different one's film. really seen a tyrannosaurus get shot with like a grenade launcher. Yeah, no. so you it. don't know how it would actually burn. It's just anybody's portrayal of what that could actually yeah. be. There There's a lot of
1: guts in there to put that thing out. You know. No,
0: I wish there would have <laughs> been like guts that fell out. It just would have been a it's, little this bit a kids more. Movie. Again, shoestring <laughs> budget. And then like. <laughs> Vincent it came up with the guts all over him, like when he pulls him out
5: of the fog, mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of fog.
3: Yeah, yeah, a lot of fog.
5: A lot good. of fog. Yeah, the f-
0: fog budget was huge.
5: You think, <laughs> you think it was to hide, though? I mean, what was going that, that, on? That's it? what you do when you don't have a budget. You just yeah. you just amp up the fog. I th- no, I, I think it was just To make it look more supernatural. No, natural. I think
0: no, I think that this film is actually a great use of budget. If you take a look at the use of budget, like yes, I think the fog was set there to, like to hide things and make things look more grandiose they, than they, put they the were. Money, they
2: put the money in the right spot. They put it in the third act of the film, which, which is where it belonged. That's why the first hat, first 40 minutes, or whatever, is like stale. I mean, it's just like any other... You, know, you can go watch anything on Sci-Fi Channel. Like the first 45 minutes of the film, nothing happens, and then... Whatever creature or whatever it's about appears in like the last fucking thirty minutes or twenty minutes. That's what they put all the money. So That's I, the,
5: I I applaud them for doing that. I agree. They totally got the engine from the sharper image. That's definitely something that they got. <laughs> That's the sh- yeah, it's a sharper image yeah, uh, it totally globe. Just yeah. built it. <laughs> I'm not. This to-
2: movie made me want to own one of those globe things. It was a
5: globe and like you know like a Japanese mandolin, and they just put it together. <laughs> and they said, "Here we go. It's an engine from the future." I was a little confused
1: <laughs> on how how. He thought, or why he would think, maybe you guys can answer this. To hook up a battery to it, like why was that? Because it was sucking gearhead. it was
0: sucking the, ba- the the power out of the batteries. So obviously the next step would be a, a bigger fucking battery.
2: Well, they had the he had the
0: flashlight. The yeah, flashlight and got stuck down. He realized that. Yeah. He's like, okay, well okay. let's see what we do it. Chris batteries. would just
2: been stuck in the fucking dark,
3: scared, <laughs> <laughs> cringing <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> what?
2: Now I
1: wouldn't have even fucked with that. None of this would have happened.
3: I wouldn't have left my house to go to a junkyard. In the first place. That is the
2: coolest know, effing I, junkyard. If, if there was, like, an Air Force junkyard, I'd probably try to, like, break it at night. That's at some of, of my favorite
1: favorite cinematography in that's this movie. That's
3: not the one from Tucson, is it? It is.
1: Well, no, I, I mean, not I that, think, but I a lot think... of this film was shot in Tucson.
3: Yeah. Well, Tucson has that one that's in Camp I Me Love. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys ever seen that movie? Yeah. yeah.
0: I've not seen that movie, movie. so. Yeah. We, we got to do it sometime.
3: My boss was, it was in that movie. Awesome. She she's like a small small cameo role in the movie. I no shit. It. Yeah, but uh, they filmed it out of high school in Tucson. But uh, yeah, they, they go to that junkyard in that movie. So I thought that may have been the same. It Air could Force be. One,
2: very actually. well could have been. There's not there's not a lot of information about the production of this film no. th- out there. They
1: shot it in Tucson, Arizona, and they shot it in like Glendale, California, where like the two main locations yeah. for. No, th-
2: that junkyard though,
0: just like on camera, I was like, this is the fucking. Coolest framing shots you can have set up yeah. with just like rows of helicopters. I thought it was cool planes. because like there's
2: a there's a lot of movies that have utilized that that like Air Force junkyard, but it's usually always during the day. Like this, uh, it's like it's cool to see it at night and see how they lit it, and it, it just looks more ominous and more more like a graveyard than Ooh. anything. It's got else. a it's got a rat floor problem, but that does have a rat
5: problem. It has yeah. a rap problem and a security problem, for Christ's sakes. I mean, one I love like the guy The, the, film, the guy's just like, we got to put this somewhere where no one else will find it. Well, prior to this movie at, coming <laughs> it out, people weren't it breaking back, into right these junkyards. kids were able <laughs> to get it. Where they stumbled onto yeah. it on accident. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Exactly. I like how
0: the box on it, too, is like, do not open. And he's like reading it all. He's like, yeah, we'll I think there...
1: out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like... There is an unsung character, I think, we haven't discussed yet. And that's the uh, the sheriff or the cop. Like, oh
0: God, the cop! Yeah,
1: he is. I loved his demeanor in the good?
0: film. He's,
2: uh, he's been in quite a few
0: films. Yeah, too. when he's yeah, waiting it, in the room, yeah. waiting in the room for him with no warrant, and the parents are surprised that yeah, he's in yeah. there. I don't he, have a he problem was in with it. that. He yeah, was, he was in yeah, it. He got his head
3: chopped off. It was in the fridge, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. in that scene. He was also the father in License to Drive. Oh, Why drive oh, a yeah. uh, Corvette when you could ride a Mercedes? Yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the dad uh, in that movie. He's in a lot of movies.
1: Yeah, I liked him in this one for sure, Mister
3: Boogity was a Disney movie. I star. love that movie. Yeah, he was the father in that, too. Oh, my God. he's in a been lot of cool movies. Decades. Yeah, he's in The
2: Thing, too. Yeah, The Thing. Mm-hmm.
0: But he
3: plays wow. a
0: fantastic asshole.
2: Douchebag. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like
2: he's playing
0: kind of like Dennis Hopper in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I see that, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a little bit. Also, what caught me off guard was uh, that scene. I think it was more close to the beginning when they're sitting in class and uh, Vince has just got like a half a cigar hanging out of his mouth the whole time. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Typing
1: class, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I'm like, really just typing with the one finger. Yeah, yeah, so good. <laughs>
0: that was me in typing class. That did not work out well for me.
1: What the one hand yet? I was like, well, oh, no, because I was like, what am I ever going to need to learn how to type? Yeah. Wow, that, that is a weird thought to have. Yeah. Dude, I uh, type it on computers when I was in, like, first grade.
3: So
0: was I, but it wasn't like there was job centered around it at the time. Like
3: When I was in high school, we had computers, and we had Oregon Trail. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That was about yeah. the extent of our computer That was, that was my kindergarten, Floppy man. Disc. That
2: was my kindergarten. Was playing Oregon Trail. That's what I'm saying. Like, if
3: I would have had a math blaster, <laughs> that was like my, like, sophomore year.
1: <laughs> hard disk is the opposite. Floppy disk is a hard disk hard disk is a floppy disk. Oh, like, there where, it is.
5: What are we talking right? about here? Yeah, hard disk is uh, right? it's based, <laughs> Just a big giant looks around floppy disk. That That's a hard disk? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Boom. That's
0: why I was like, why aren't they freaking
2: out about this this device that obviously came from Spencer's gifts? Yeah, why would they freak out about it? It's glowing, it, it looks cool, and it's going to get him an A and get him the hell out of high school. That's all the, he gives a shit about. Until his teacher disappears. Until they, they travel three hours into the future. Two hours? Two hours whatever whatever <laughs> school's over <cares>. which never <laughs> happened again really did it they in don't film? really mention like, the,
0: t- the the time yeah they, that's the weird thing they really don't mention the well, time does well it does
2: happen again because the entire school is stuck in like a time warp yeah, they yeah. experience they experienced only what that small battery could have produced which okay. was a two hour jump but being hooked up to the actual grid the power grid of the town mm-hmm. now you're like going, oh that's when you're the, going yeah. in the future you're going into the back in the past yeah Going into the future, going into the back. Yeah, <laughs> the back of the future. Back of the front.
0: Any huge dislikes from anyone? Who wants to start?
5: <laughs> I don't have any. Do you- really? You have none. Nope, none. Mike has one, it sounds like. I thought the, I, I, I thought the pacing was off. Pacing's a little off. It's definitely off. I don't know that.
4: Oh, I Again, I I've already one.
5: talked about I didn't like uh, uh, Vince. See, I think you're wrong Bothers that, me. Though. He's <laughs> bothered me the whole time. It's just
1: an opinion. He can't be wrong. Yeah, yeah. You can. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say. I would also say my biggest issue was with the pacing overall of the like uh, at least of the first you know forty minutes of the film.
2: My biggest issue is still to this day is they have yet to release a version of it where the audio isn't shitty. The audio is yeah. fucking oh, yeah. terrible. It's it like is. like this weird, like, all the exterior scenes sound like they're recorded, like, ADR inside of, like, a church or a something. A fucking it's warehouse. Like, it yeah, has an just echo. Yeah, it's these big echoey voices and stuff. Like, the the audio just needs to be cleaned up and needs to be done right, because I feel like it, it fucking detracts me from the movie. That's why I think that's why I, I, I don't notice how bad the first 30 minutes are, because for the most part, I ignore the first 30 minutes, because most of the audio issues are in the first 30 minutes, so I'm not even paying attention at that point.
3: My big complaint is if Eisenhower comes in and they got a spaceship yeah. and he says, get rid of the spaceship. Who the fuck keeps an engine? You get rid of the fucking spaceship. That's the president telling yeah. you yeah. back then to get rid of it. And and like, you know, they saved that one odd piece. They saved the engine.
2: That was it. And I was like, why like, would you uh, keep Apparently it? the most disastrous piece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it could throw you into a time you know, like, kill like, everybody.
3: Come on. You guys are a bunch of just, idiots, They're just holding you on yeah. to
2: it till they got a president who, come, who came around to be like, yeah, go ahead and research that. Barack there, Obama and there was supposed <laughs> to be some
3: aliens in the original I think that that were they filmed but was taken out and I've never seen any footage with it What's you, up? You, that's
1: a complaint I have is the since I didn't know anything about this movie, I kept expecting there to be aliens popping up in this film and it never happened
3: hmm. I read somewhere years ago that there was aliens and they didn't they didn't look good so they they didn't use them
0: My biggest complaint is what didn't look good. I think the worst special effect in the movie. The neanderthal that looked like he didn't like that it looked like the ape soup from the three stooges
3: he looked like beast man from the he-man masters yeah yeah, yes he did he had the drool and everything they're
1: like what is that it's a neanderthal no no that's not too much i don't know why was a vince or michael was was fighting him with a shotgun when they could have just shot him or was it already out of ammo
0: no it wasn't out of ammo at that point but the guy came at him with like uh, like, a, like
1: an axe or something. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I
3: don't even try. know why they call him in the end he's just big. He's like a bigfoot. Or something. I thought he was a yeah. werewolf. Saying, like a werewolf. You know, you <laughs> really can't make out what he.
1: Well, no, the mutants come later with their laser guns. <laughs>
3: That's true. That's true. Michael Berryman was a mu- mutant
1: And if you oh, notice, really? I put of course next <laughs> yeah. to that because he always plays a mutant.
3: like uh, you know, it's a sin the way the guy looks. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> he's made a damn
1: good career out of it, though. Uh, yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> I mean, even like Weird Science, he was one of like the mutant bikers. Yeah, the weird biker guys. Hills have eyes,
3: yeah. I mean, that's that's that that goes without saying, yeah, right. God bless him.
0: Special effects were, uh, I think great in this movie, otherwise, from the Neanderthal, though. The T Rex looked awesome. I even like all the laser light show that's Mm -hmm. going on, it looks like an Ozzy Osbourne concert. I went to once, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, I did that drop that line right there. You got a quote in there, good job. That's (laughs) a line, (laughs) yeah, that was good. No, no, that that was good. I was impressed, like I said, it it reminded me a lot. There was a lot of these effects that reminded me of Ghostbusters. No, I agree, I agree. So like even like you know when they do they have that shot of the building and the clouds are swirling above it.
3: That looked really good. I thought that, that looked great. Solid. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good Evil Dead Two cloud footage. Mm-hmm. You know, like with the cloud. It's like spinning. they just copied and right. pasted. You know, I, I was waiting for uh, we'll take that. Yeah. waiting for an, an old bill to go flying yeah. by. <laughs> A tree to go flying That'd through. Have been amazing. It oh, definitely <laughs> was the same style ah! of footage.
5: What is that? I don't know. My ears are ringing like the gong show. I can't hear nothing. Whoa! And I don't see that, neither. Sherman? Got me Mike. Oh, horrific. The answer man is stumped.
3: This plant has been extinct for for 60 million years.
5: Yeah? Well, I ain't never seen one before.
0: All right, so let's, uh... Let's just rate this Mammer Jammer, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Danny, it's your pick. Danny, what do you want to rate it? What do you want to rate it? It's usually something, we usually pick something from the movie that is easy to Photoshop. (laughs) Uh,
3: Well, you're probably going to have to say that the engine... If that's a possibility for you guys to... I'm sure that's a possibility. Yeah. We figure it out. The actual yeah. the
2: alien engine itself? If, yeah.
0: not, if not, we'll just use a f- fucking car engine. Alien engines? <laughs> or just go to Ali- take
2: the
3: sharper image fucking thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? Just go to know. Just a ball with yeah, lightning what, oh, in it? What are the, the lightning orb? Is yeah. that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, lightning yeah, orb? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll call them a- alien engines. Alien engines.
3: I really like this movie. I didn't like it as much as an adult recently as watching it as a kid. Some of those movies you step back to when you rewatch and you go... Like Mister Boogity, we were just saying. I tracked that one down. And I was like, "This is fucking horrible," <laughs> but I fucking loved that movie when I was a kid. I still think this movie holds water, um, you know. And, and I'm glad I bought it on Blu-ray, yeah. which looks pretty good, but the audio is still shitty. I'm gonna, I'll probably watch it a couple more times, you know, in my life. Uh, I, I'm gonna give it a four. Uh, you guys go by uh, five yeah, out of five, five right? right? Yep, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm going. I'm gonna give it a four. Four. It nice. had a few flaws. Um, it wasn't as bad as some of you guys are making it out to be, <laughs> but, but I, I, uh, I like it.
1: All right, Chris. Oh, um, well, uh, first time watching it and, uh, I'm actually happy that I watched the film. Like it, it definitely has a, a feeling that I love. If I, I, I could imagine that if I was, you know, a, a kid, you know, a five year old kid, like watching this film five to 10, like I probably would have loved it. Um, you know, I I do complain a little bit about the pacing or whatever, but like overall, like I did like the characters. I loved Dennis Hopper in the film. I loved all the effects, um, and I loved how it progressed to be this really awesome like uh, action fantasy kind of thing going on at the end. Um, I think the movie ran maybe a little too long, but you know that doesn't really kill it for me. And in the sound thing, I didn't really I didn't really notice the sound issue. But you I watch it on Either. YouTube. I didn't know. I did watch it on, you it on YouTube.
5: yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah,
2: you're yeah, gonna notice when I was okay. little Okay, so All right, maybe that's the
1: reason. Why. So overall, uh, pretty, pretty fun movie. I think everybody should. If you like films like Weird Science or Back to the Future or Ghostbusters, like you would probably find something you do like about this film. And I'm gonna give it a three, three alien engines, three alien engines. Well,
2: Chris, next up is Kyle. Kyle. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to give it four alien injuries. I gonna have to agree with Danny. This is a movie that I watched a bunch as a kid and yeah, as an adult, we have, as we've experienced over and over again while doing this podcast, a lot of these movies from your childhood just don't hold up. But this is one of the ones that, I mean, s- still this day, it's just a fun movie. There's faults to it. Yeah. There's like, you know, the pacing's off or maybe some of the dialogue might be off here or there. But overall, it's fucking entertaining. I like to sit down and just watch this movie. I've seen it hundreds of times. I'll probably see it several more times. Um, but I love this movie, so I'm going to give it four. Good luck seeing it again when I have a Oh, real quick, DVD I want to do a, sh- a shout-out. Shout-factory, for the love of God. Get the rights this movie and do a special edition release of it. Please, 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 so I can get a good audio version. <laughs> so I got your DVD, and you're not getting it back.
0: No. <laughs> no. no, just kidding. I, have I thought it you on. didn't watch buy the blue. Legs. I have it in my bag. I have it in my bag. <clears throat> no, uh, so I'll go next. I am going to give this, I'm going to stick with Chris on this one, three, but I'm going to say this. Barring watching again, it can change because I feel like this movie is one of those ones you need to watch multiple times to get everything. Mm-hmm. There's so many jokes in this movie. There really is. Like Vincent, or Vince. Yeah. Dude, he's hilarious. I don't, I don't know what you guys missed on that, but like his one-liners are so quick and so fast and there's so many of them you can't remember them all.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: And it's going to be one of those ones, the more I watch it, the more I'll be able to quote it and the funnier it will be. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to stick with three right now. I think it's a great movie. I'm going to agree with what everybody said though,
5: um, so far. So I'm going to leave it at that. Mike? I'm probably going to be the bad guy here. Um, I'm going (laughs) to give it a a two and a half. Uh, I feel like in this type of genre of film, like kids find an object and then they go on an adventure. Like it's, it's not quite as good as, like, The Explorers or Flight of the Navigator. Uh, better than Mac and Me. <laughs> oh, yeah, go
1: back and watch that movie. It's
5: like, it's somewhere that. in between I just got that
3: on VHS at the really? garage sale. Yeah. Have you seen it before? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. It okay. Kid, Nothing better than a kid going off in a wheelchair. And I yeah. love
5: these films. These are the films that I, like, I love. Like, I, I grew up with these type of films. I like the Goonies, all these kind of things. Like, you know, Kid Empowerment, man. Like, go out there and you go on an adventure. Parents aren't around. They ain't there. These kids are a little older. That being granted, these these are a little older. years yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah. I'm pretty sure. But then Karate he's Kid was kind of like that though too, a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, there's just too much that's like I didn't like Vince. The pacing's way off. The special effects are good, but I mean, like again, not as good as like the Explorers or something like that. They go out into space. Mm-hmm. I mean, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to give it a two two and a half engine. From Sp- sharper image or whatever we call it <laughs> <laughs> and From sharper image. Space comes to them in this movie, Mike.
0: Yeah. Space <laughs> comes to yeah, them it, it, in
5: the in the form of this weird. Like I like that the the T Rex comes out of a wall like it was like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It like was it the, came the at gym town. It was it's, the gymnasium. It's
3: definitely no last Starfighter, even yeah, though yeah. the same guy directed it. I forgot wrote that the last one. Starfighter. Right. Yeah. But the, I mean, it, it's a whole different animal on its own. Uh-huh. But.
0: Although have you watched Last Starfighter recently. Yeah. Oh, oh man, I it, it's like I got all excited cuz I'm like, yeah,
3: first computer
0: generated graphics for a movie. Awesome. Then you watch it like, fuck, first computer generated graphics. <laughs> I, think, for I didn't a think, movie. It it's like I think it was Last Starfighter.
2: I think it's pretty no, yeah. I thought it was, on, it, was right? yeah, it was uh Young Sherlock Holmes has the first ever computer generated oh, graphics. Oh, is it the uh, the, the cupcakes uh, eaten? No, the uh, the uh, the stained glass window person. Oh, oh that you was might be right. I think that was okay. the very first you time. Might well, be right. What
3: about, uh, uh, what was the one with Michael, uh, Broderick? Uh, what's his name?
5: Uh, Matthew Broderick,
3: Matthew oh, Broderick War, yeah. games? War Games. Wasn't there some computer kind of graphic stuff? No, in I there? think
2: the stuff that's in there is all, like, but I think, drawn and stuff. Like,
3: yeah, what's well, Tron? It's just like boy. rotoscoping or some shit. Tron, yeah.
2: yeah, Tron's just rotoscoping. Yeah. Oh, wait, okay. do they CGI? It's very first computer generated.
5: Yeah. I think you're right because I think I have heard that before. Yeah. You might Surprisingly be it's enough, it's, it's a young person. It's weird it's Sherlock that Holmes. movie, but yeah, yeah. it's that, that whole scene was was you might be right. drawn and then animated. But that was, a, that was a actually like a like a Steven Spielberg film, I think.
3: I, I'm thinking about like just a computer screen. <laughs> 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 that fucking scotch was pretty good, you got there. <laughs> like, there was a computer screen in that movie. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is going on over here?
1: <laughs> just yeah. trying to confuse you. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Star Trek was the first thing to use a computer screen. <laughs> That's not know. what the argument is. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we're going
0: there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. That is our show for this week. You can
5: follow Mike at Salustio on Twitter. You can also uh, read some filmmaking stuff that I write about on FriendlyNeighborhoodFilmmaking.com. You can follow Danny and buy his books at
3: Amazon uh, as well as uh, dannymarianino.com good luck spelling that. Uh, (laughs) I also have a Twitter. It's called Don't Ever Punch. Uh, You can go there too. So...
2: Do you have anything coming up? Anything you want to plug really quick? I do have a new
3: book coming out in July. It's called To Make Matters Worse. It's all stories that you would not normally tell anybody unless you're drunk, hanging out with your friends. And then even that, you're embarrassed about the next wow. day. <laughs> uh, and I did an audio book for it, too, yeah. so it's,
1: it's really funny. Nice. Uh, you got a million ideas, man. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm bored. <laughs> 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 you can follow Chris. You can uh, <laughs> you can follow me at cultfilm__chris on Instagram, or you can go to Midnight Release. And uh, and check out some upcoming independent horror films. We've got Knucklebones coming out. I was soon. gonna say, what's the film? That's gonna be week? the new franchise, the guys. Knucklebones. Check it out. There's a great trailer on YouTube.
2: You can. Great fo- trailer. Yep. Great? great and a great. Yep. A <laughs> <laughs> great, great trailer. You can follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Colt Film Kyle on Instagram.
0: You can also follow me on Instagram at Colt Film underscore Cody. I believe now. I don't know. Oh, I think mine has an underscore in it. Yeah. Cult <laughs> film underscore
1: Kyle. There you go. I don't remember. Always correcting yourselves. Well, I never use these. it because
0: I'm always on the cult film and review Instagram at cultfilm underscore review. Also, I'm on the cultfilm underscore review Twitter. Well, he's checking that out. What else I do? No,
2: you're not. Yeah. Mike's on that. No, I
0: check it out is what I do. <laughs> you look at it? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't count. I go look at it. He
2: looks at the app on his home screen, then he moves on. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'll retweet. Right,
0: that, that looks good. I like that. I go over there, and I say, would you, well, would you look at that? <laughs> would you just look at it? <laughs> Maybe forget what I was talking about. Uh, yeah. You don't even Something know what are Something with underscores. About. Yeah. We got so a can, lot of underscores. You can follow us all there if you want. You can also, if you'd like, you can go over to iTunes. You can rate us five stars and leave a nice comment. You don't have to, but it would help us out a lot. And also, just remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next week.